Hello everyone, this is M here. I just want to give a quick little disclaimer because this is our first little mini episode. Our audio quality is not as great as we would hope due to some technical issues on Birdie's end, but we are really working as hard as we can to get that figured out before the first official episode drops. So please, if you'd be willing to stick with us through that, that would be so great and means so much to us. And if, you know, you want to wait until the first official episode is here and hopefully we have that audio cleaned up, that's okay too. Just please stick around and give us a chance. Thank you so much and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to Books and Biscuits. This is a book discussion podcast. I am your host, Em. And I'm Birdie. And this week, we are going to be giving you a little preview into what our podcast is going to look like in the future. We are going to be discussing a newly released excerpt from The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, a Hunger Games prequel novel written by Suzanne Collins. The Hunger Games, as I'm sure everyone knows, is an incredible dystopian series written by Suzanne Collins. It was released in 2010. And the first movie came out in 2012. Now, I remember when I was younger, I still am a little bit this way, very big on read the book before the movie. So I, when my friend Elise and I found out that this movie was being released, we were like, okay, we have to read this book immediately. So we went to the library and we immediately got copies and we loved it, saw the movie. It was great. So personally, I think the trilogy is really good. I think the first book is the best in the series. And then I think... The, I think the second one drags a little bit once they're okay. in the arena. The second one was my favorite when I was a kid because I loved the design of the arena and the clock. But plot-wise and, like, rereading them, it's definitely not the best book. Oh, yeah. When I reread the second one, I read it up until they're in the arena and then I don't read it anymore. Because I don't care anymore. The worst one we can all agree is Mockingjay. Oh, really? I like Mockingjay. No, it's the worst one. And Finnick O'Dare, who was my second book boyfriend, my my first was Leo Valdez from the Heroes of Olympus. I'm pretty sure The Hunger Games came out before Leo existed. I read it afterwards. I okay, okay. And so Finnick O'Dare was my second book boyfriend, and they killed him when Katniss escaped him, so I just don't think that that's acceptable. Well, Bert clearly has strong feelings on that. But anyway, so last June, June of 2019, it was announced that Suzanne Collins is writing a prequel. Yay! Set 64 years before the events of The Hunger Games, and it has a terrible name, in my opinion, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah, the cover is also really ugly. Um, Don't really know what's up with that. Not the best. We found this article on you.com, which stands Entertainment for- Weekly. Weekly. And it's all about who the protagonist is and what it's going to be about. And basically, it says that the protagonist is going to be President Snow. Which, yikes! I'm not excited okay. for. I'm kind of into villain, like, villain stuff, like, uh, Vicious by V.E. Oh my god. Uh, but, I don't know. I think it could be good, but it's taking place 
uh, right, like, during the 10th Hunger Games, and I was under the impression for some reason it was going to be the first Hunger Games, slash, like, what led to the Hunger Games, so, I don't know, it's gonna be interesting. The article says that, well, it gives an excerpt, and it basically says that, like, at this point, people in the capital didn't, like, want to watch the Hunger Games, and it wasn't really, like, a big thing, and there's, like, this, like, academy thing that, um, President Snow is a part of, and he gets chosen to mentor for the 10th games, and he gets chosen to mentor the District 12 girl, cause- Gasp! And, um, I don't know, I just, I think it's gonna be- interesting to see how he goes from because probably expectedly in the book he's gonna like learn that like it's good and like the people from the districts are should not be thrown into the hunger games and all that kind of stuff but that's what you would assume he'd learn but but obviously he doesn't learn that because he then goes on to be president snow the main villain of the hunger games trilogy um, I, too, I love, like, villain origin stories. I love villains. I think they're great. <clears throat> However, I am not excited for this at all. I was excited for it before reading this excerpt. I thought, like Birdie, I thought it was going to be, like, the first Hunger Games and give, like, a lot of backstory and, like, how the game started and why. But this is just kind of a weird point, I think, of the games have already started, but people in the capital hate them. And you'd think that after 10 years, they kind of get used to it. Not that they should get used to killing children, but that's kind of the point of the capital. And a lot of the other details seem to be the same. Like, you already have the career tributes established at this point. Um, that, Except like, for District 11. Yeah, District 11 is apparently good, which I guess... Um, so Snow, whose first name is Coriolanus, Lanus, Coriolanus, don't know, bad name, just gonna put it out there, um, he, when he has assigned the girl from District 12 as his tribute, he thinks that the last one who could m- help him be a real chance for the victor is the District 11 boy, which, again, is another throwback to the original Hungry Games with Thresh, who is the big hulking candidate from District 11. So there are definitely multiple parallels. But I think but it's interesting because in the Hunger Games book, District 11 was not presented as a career district. It, was as, it wasn't it presented as having a weak, like, a better chance than the other district, but not as good of a chance as, like, 1 and 2 and 4. This one, it seems like it's on cap like districts one and two are like the best and then four and eleven are like on the same plane and i feel like that's just not not what happens in the hunger games am i wrong i uh, no, you're not wrong you're definitely not wrong um i don't see this as 11 is being presented as a career district i see it as the boy from 11 i guess they already know what oh, they look maybe. like I don't really understand that. I'm not sure why there are so many parallels and so much connectedness to the Hunger Games. And obviously, that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I think a lot of people had the idea that it's going to be something totally fresh and totally new, but still set in that world. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping for. I was hoping for something that was just like... 
Because my favorite part, this might sound horrible, but my favorite part of The Hunger Games was always the games. I found that just so intriguing. Like, this, like, notion of this, like, competition and just everything about that I adored. Not the children murder part, but just, like, you know, like, the reaping and, like, everything. It was just so creepy and so, so cool. And... I would like to see more of either, like, how that came about, or, like, just, like, yeah, a different games with, like, different tributes. Or, or, the other one I would have accepted would be Hamish's games. I yes! Accepted. I was just about to bring that up. There is that, yeah. that fan film. That, oh my god, you should, if you have not seen that, you should go watch it. I don't know what it's called. I have no idea what it's called, like or who it's by. If you just Google, like, Hamish Quarter Quell Hunger Games fan video, I'm sure you'll find it. It's really well done. Um, I'm going to cough for a second. I apologize. Um, But that is really well done. So I definitely would have been interested in seeing Hamish in the games because that is a character that we already know. But I think his games, the ways Collins presented it, just the little bit of information that we did get in Catching Fire seemed really interesting and like something that sounds really fascinating um another thing that apparently a lot of fans were hoping for i'm in a facebook group for books and a lot of fans were apparently hoping uh to see mags's game because apparently that's around that time and see her backstory and i think that would have been interesting as well the only thing is okay so the thing is i want a book a Hunger Games book so badly where I don't know who's going to win. Like, The Ballad of Songbird and the Snake, it has the potential to do this because it is written in third person, but it's kind of like, like, I think the girl from District 12 is going to win because remember, if you remember back to The Hunger Games, there was that District 12 girl who won before Hamish and she was dead right i totally forgot about that but i think it is pretty obvious that obviously snow has to be at least somewhat successful if he's going to become president yeah i think they wouldn't let someone whose tribute dies like first get i don't know i just want i want kind of like a documentary type book i like i don't know why but i love i would love that kind of thing where it's almost like you don't know who's gonna win um it's like in third person shifting perspective between the tributes not all of them maybe like maybe there's like four or five that you think are gonna win and i think that that would be really interesting um i don't know i'm just feeling the same kind of disappointment that i felt with fantastic beasts and yeah so that movie it was okay but it wasn't what i was hoping because there's, like, a companion book to Harry Potter of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it's legitimately just, like, danger ratings and what the creatures are and where you can find them. It's really cute. It's got, like, little notes from Harry and Ron and Hermione in it. It's super cute. I honestly wish that Fantastic Beasts had been a movie about, like, Newt Scamander going and, like, showing you what these creatures were while writing his book. I completely agree, especially with the way that the series seems to be shaping up with Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, Which I have not seen yet. I have, technically, I've not seen the whole thing, but I know a lot about it, and it seems, I just, who asked for wizard Nazis in Harry Potter? Yeah, 
Like, I think it should have just been one movie that was just really cute about finding beasts. Because, personally, I love Eddie Redmond as Newt's commander. I think he's absolutely adorable. I love him. I love, I don't know the actor's name, uh, whoever plays Jacob. I love him. He's really cute, and I think they have a really great dynamic. So, I think the movie would have benefited a lot from it just being Newt and Jacob, like, going off on an adventure and finding beasts rather than all of this, like, weird prequel magic Hitler stuff. I wish there were five movies. Plus. Yeah, who ne- who asked for five movies? Anyway, we're not... Enough about Harry Potter. We're not a Harry Potter podcast. Um, also, so, the writing. Yes. Wait, before we get to the writing, really quickly, I want to go back to characters. And I just want to... Why President Snow? Yeah, I I, I also want to know why. Because I think there would have been more interesting characters to focus on. Maybe more like, like characters who are like... Maybe a little more minor. Like maybe one of the characters like Wyrus or BT from... Um, Catching Fire, sorry if you don't know who those are, I'm, like, a super fan. Um, or, like... Wow, way to flex. The Morphling people from that, that would have been interesting, too. Like, one of their games, someone who Mm. we got to see, but we don't really know a lot about. I just feel like President Snow, I would have liked to get... I guess this is kind of trying to be, like, an out-of-the-games perspective. Like, trying to be, like, a like what happens in the games when it's not the games and i don't hate that i really like that but i just i think snow is the wrong character to go that route i don't i don't want in-depth backstory on president snow i want him to stay the way he was because he was a great villain like he's scary but it's because he like there were no like deep backstories or anything like he is just a creepy evil man and that's it and it worked so well and i don't want this i don't want the ballad of songbirds and snakes to come in and try and give him like any kind of backstory and i don't it's not so far it doesn't look like they're setting up to be for him to be like oh a super like tragic like he was abused or whatever yeah i hope thing oh i hope not too it looks like he's just from a really rich family that everyone kind of knows but like i don't care and i don't want that yeah i think it works better if president snow doesn't have a lot of character depth he just is the archetypal like villain bad guy he is black and white bad guy because otherwise that might kind of change the hunger games for you yeah i totally agree if he has motivation for doing all that stuff then i i just think it's gonna yeah and the original trilogy did give him, like, a few notes of humanity with, like, his granddaughter and stuff. And it worked really well because, like, you are in Katniss's head and she's torn. Spoilers if you haven't read or seen Mockingjay by now in 2020. Katniss is trying to decide, like, do I kill him? Do I kill this man? And I think that really worked and really... It was the right amount of humanity for Katniss to try and struggle with that choice but i don't need i think snow's character and i think the original games series will suffer i agree from this kind of backstory and obviously i can only speak from the excerpt yeah but the book might be amazing 
Yeah, the book could be absolutely amazing. We could be on here in a year talking about, like, oh, my God, we were so wrong. But based on the excerpt, I really, really wish it was the same, like, principle of, like, the back room of the games. I just wish it was an original character. Yes. Someone we didn't know. It would be cool if it was an original character, but maybe there were, like, ties to the hunger. Like, kind of, like, like an original character, but they were, but, like, maybe he, like, met a couple people who, like, we know. Yeah, I, I don't have anything against, like, cameos. I think that's, that can be done really well and can be really fun. Uh, do you know what else I would have loved to see that I just thought of? Hmm. 25th Hunger Games. Yeah, that would have been fun. Boat. Oh, dear God, that one would have been so good. Yeah, I feel like... Colin set up a lot of really interesting stuff in the original trilogy. Yeah. And I feel like no one, I mean, maybe people asked how the games got popular, but I feel like that's part of the point of the original books is that this horrific thing has just become, like, commodified. And you you don't know exactly how because it is supposed to be a critique. Yeah. At least I read it as a critique of our modern media. And, like, you look at all our war movies and, like, Marvel and stuff like that, and I think it reeks works really well but this i'm worried is just gonna take away from that so with the writing yeah let's talk about the writing now i do i cannot tell you if this is the very first first um the first thing you see in the book or if this does come later i cannot tell you that um but I, I, I hope that it's later in the book because it would make a really sucky first chapter because there's so much exposition and I feel like a book should start off by grabbing you right away and then maybe later in the chapter, if it's a long chapter or in the second chapter, it should explain the world to you and everything that it needs to explain. I think that it needs to grab your atta- attention and have you wondering what for a little bit. Um, for me... To put it plainly, it reads like every other YA dystopian novel out there. There's nothing special. I feel like Collins' voice is gone. And yeah, and maybe Collins' voice in the original trilogy came from Katniss because it was first person, and I feel like Katniss was such a great narrator. But this, it's written in third person, and I feel like it's just not the same i feel like it doesn't grab me the same way and i don't feel grounded in the story the same way and you could say that oh that's because it's not written in first person i don't think that's true a lot of really really great books are written in third person although that might be part of it it could be part of it but i just feel that yeah like the writing and what is actually happening in the book of oh he's given this assignment he has to try and make the games popular and he has to try and like get the girl from district 12 to win it's just so it's like the special girl who has to go do an impossible task but then like everyone falls in love with her um yeah i totally agree just one more quick thing so okay this i'm kind of a math nerd um so this is supposed to take place 64 years before the first hunger games and um let's say it's i think it's implied that he's like in like high school ish here it's he's in his final year at the academy whatever that is 
So, if he is 18, let's just say he's 18. 18 plus 64 is 82. And so that makes President Snow 82 in the Hunger Games, which, like, I don't know. That's, like, weird to me because I feel like 82-year-olds are, like, like, some can be young, but I feel like they're also, like, I, maybe this is just the movie tainting this for me, but I feel like the President Snow in the movie doesn't read to me as 82. Yeah, um, according to the Hunger Games fandom, okay, so he was eight when the first games commenced. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, because... Yeah. But how... So he was... So he, he was eight years old when it started. How is, like... I don't know. I just feel like the, this timeline is, like, weird, because... Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Because if, like, the person who, like, won in the, like, like the very... Like, the before, before... Like, the first, like victor from like like the earlier victors and like the victor from district 12 like if they died like like how is he how is he yeah sci-fi stack exchange.com says that he's 76 and uh this cora question says that he was 77 when he died so that doesn't oh yep um he was 76 during the hunger games and then 76 through 77 in Catching Fire and Mocking Jay, so... This is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I just went to Mags' wiki page um, to see how old she was. She's supposed to be 70, by the way, which... What? Um, she is? Yeah, she's supposed to be 70, even though I honestly, I pictured her in the books, um, as, like, like, way older than that. Like, super Yeah, as, like, 80s. I don't think that the movies portrayed her well, because I think that she should have been, like, hobbling and, like, very old. Like, she, like, she was pretty old, but, like, apparently she won the 11th Hunger Games. Oh. So she might appear in the books if it's going to cover over to the new book, if it's going to cover. So anyway, I was looking on her thing, and so under skills, Mags had the ability to make fish hooks out of anything. She also lived off nuts. Oh, big same. Those are my, those are my only skills. Living off nuts and making fish hooks. Yeah. Um, okay, so really quickly, going back to the excerpt, so... We find out who invented the games. His name is Dean Casca Highbottom, which, wow, incredible name. So if he created the Hunger Games, I want to read about that. Yeah, I want to read about that. Like. Also, is Livia Cardrew a name we know? I don't think so. The names in this are weird. Because I They're weird as hell. Like I guess not, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Songbirds and snakes.com slash read now. Oh. Oh, 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 that's interesting. Oh, no, 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 that's the same thing. Oh, here we go. Oh, there are comments. I didn't even think to look at comments. See the comments? Okay, this one. Okay, so. Comments is mine. Really? I had to correct someone. Oh. Wait, are you a Nani Mouse? 
Please know I am not a naughty mouse. <laughs> not, okay, anyway, so I'm not going to read any names. So this one person said, I thought the new book would be about some random tribute, like a fan fiction. Which, like, I guess... Like, you could be like, mm, yeah, it is a fanfic. But I feel like it wouldn't be. Because, you know, it is her... I just, I don't think a new character would be, like, a fan fiction. That's why fan fiction exists. Like, obviously, there is self-insert fan fiction, but I feel like this is totally different. I got one person I kind of agree with. So, a teenage boy who wants to be involved with the Hunger Games system ends up doing exactly that. I'm sorry, but what's the story even going to be? Here's how Snow had to navigate a corrupt system in order to get involved in that same corrupt system and make it more brutal. I agree with you, but apparently it's called human complexity. Not everyone needs to be complex. Like, yeah. not all of your characters, especially your villain, has to be complex. I think it's fine if your villain is just evil. Yeah. Like, if he's good in an evil way... Just let him be evil. Yeah. It's fine. That's all we need. Okay. Okay, I think... I think that's all of our many thoughts on A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and this article. We will be definitely... We will be... Returning to this book. Absolutely. Once it is released, because clearly we already have a lot of thoughts and the book isn't even released yet. to talk about just i don't know we're gonna talk about like hyped up ya books and then we're also gonna talk about just like like any like stuff like stuff in the book community like you know like sometimes there's like scandals and stuff like that whole thing that happened with holly black and the fan right fan art copyright thing um so i don't know if there's that kind of stuff we might talk about that um so yeah, we're going to be covering like book news, book discussions, uh, mostly focusing on YA and focusing a lot on YA fantasy. We're hopefully going to read uh, Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss, Court of Thrones and Roses, also by Sarah J. Moss, uh, The Red Queen by Victoria Aveyard. So books that within the book community have gotten mixed reviews and have been very divisive at times one of my english teacher's brothers says that throne of glass is better than harry potter so, so we'll be putting that to the test diehard harry potter fans we're gonna have to um, we will be reading books that genuinely do seem good i promise oh yeah, that too okay and i'm gonna try and give book recommendations too uh, yes. about books that i have loved and i really appreciate so yeah um, and once we fi finished a book, we will be giving a scone or biscuit or cookie, some kind of dessert recipe that we feel really goes along with the book. So stay tuned through all of the chapters of every book if you want to get some of those recipes. And please subscribe and rate, subscribe to our podcast and rate it if you want to hear more. And if you want to hear us start talking about you by Caroline Kempfness next episode. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram. Yes. So it is 
books and biscuits one word underscore podcast and uh we'll put the at in the description as well all right thank you guys so much and look forward to chatting at you next week bye